Hey y'all, welcome to an- another episode of The Game Plan with April and Suzette. What's up? And we are going to talk about um, name image likeness. Now, for Leaguer, Leaguer is split into, off the top of my head, there are 12 sections for like holistic player student person development. And one of them is branding. It's the first one. That's the first pillar. There's been stuff circulating in the news about the NCAA preventing athletes from profiting off of their name, their image, their likeness. And there's a particular group um, called the Jelly Fam. Now, I don't know the name of these athletes, Mm -hmm. but there has been stuff going around recently where because it affects NCAA status or eligibility to like yeah. profit off things like in a certain way mm-hmm. or accepting gifts in a certain way. Now NCAA athletes are speaking out about their experiences. And so there was one group. So Sue, you know, when the boys or when the girls will like go for a layup and they'll hang and then they'll last minute, like change how they, how they do a layup and it's usually like a reverse layup if anything yeah yeah so they'll go like this and then right Mm -hmm. so that's the jelly fan those like oh okay okay that's jelly right yeah so you'll hear the kids go jelly whatever okay yeah and so that became a that became a thing right so now there's a it's an actual group of guys who do it just like and one yeah, 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 just kind of oh, like that. Kinda, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But now everyone's do, doing it. It's so funny because they'll just go hang uh-huh. in the air like a statue and then last minute. Okay. Ooh, right? Okay. Yeah. So now what's happening is there's multiple athletes that are coming out talking about how they can't even profit off of their name when they own their name. Like the NCAA doesn't own their name, but because of eligibility reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a pat, there was like um, a rule that was passed that prevented or that is preventing athletes from doing so. And so, for example, there was a kid, an NCAA athlete who spoke out, I, I reposted on my Instagram, but he talked about how he couldn't even go home to his hometown and create his own camp with his own name during um while he was in college yeah i think yeah. he's still currently in college to be honest okay. i'm gonna try to pull it up but i want to know because you've you've seen that part too of like the yeah. creation of a camp under a player like ty has his his camp right so mm-hmm. what kind of issues or if there were any um like what was that process like were there any issues surrounding creating the camp getting a logo, trademarking, branding, all that stuff. When Tyler did his camp? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think at the time, because um, he had just gotten drafted. So, you know, he was at his peak where um, it was easy for him to get it because he was with Jordan Brand. Mm-hmm. So they were so willing for him to, to do that. So they supported him there. And then whatever he did with Nike. So he didn't really have an issue um, but I do remember as you're talking about that player that went back home, uh, when Tyler was in school, they were talking, they were talking about it then too. I know one of the players from UConn, they get a stipend mm-hmm. and, um, cause I think some colleges, they give you cash and some give you a card 
Mm -hmm. So it was limited to what you could get if you needed. But um, Tyler really didn't have any issues doing his camp. But actually, he did his camp once he was drafted. Mm. So it's a little bit different then at that point. It's a little bit different there. Um, But I do agree with some of the, the things that these players are going through. And then mm-hmm. there's the part where it's like, they're still young. Mm-hmm. So do you just give them the cash? Um, there's gotta be a way to do it. Um, if he's, I don't, I don't think they should do, I think my opinion is because they're still young and impressionable. And I know they're adults because they're 18 and over, but I mean, there's grown folks that still do crazy stuff with money. And mm-hmm. they have sense. So I would, I think that there should be a trust for these players. Cause I know when um, Tyler was at Syracuse, mm-hmm. we, we were um, at one of the restaurants in, um, in Syracuse have, and a regular, well, Syracuse is like a town. Everybody knows the players and we were having breakfast mm-hmm. and a, a customer came over and asked if he could pay for our breakfast. Oh yeah. And um I looked and I was like, wait, let me call. And I called Tony and mm. he said, no, tell him it's okay. I said, and then he explained to me, like, you can get, Tyler can get in trouble for that. Yep. Um, there's fans and when, the, like, at the Dome, you know, where we had pretty good seats. So we were around the, 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 the ticket buyers mm-hmm. and they had some really wild fans, wild in a good way. And they had, like, T-shirts and stuff and they wanted to, to like, oh, we should give you a t-shirt. Like they'd make these um, t-shirts up like, um, like just memes of Tyler, which was so cute. And we were told, oh no, they can't give you that. Even to parents. Mm-hmm. So it's so strict to the point where, and I get it where they don't want, I mean, you have the walk-ons and they don't get what, like at the end of the day though, Tyler was at, uh, I'm gonna go a bit off. Tyler was at Cheesecake Factory with the team. And a bunch of ladies, older ladies, like I think they were like grandmas, they paid for their meal. Mm. And um, it was the whole team. So that was okay. So from what I've heard, it's okay if it's the whole team. Mm. So including walk-ons or whatever, but if it's just like the the star player, mm-hmm. then it's a no-no. But I mean, come on, the elephant in the room is, you know who the players are on the team. Mm-hmm. And um I do believe that there should be money, like for their likeness. Oh, oh for yeah, sure. like when 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 Dylan went to the Final Four, you walk into the hotel and there's like, there's like murals of them and like, mm-hmm. you can the T-shirts and they have to buy their own T-shirts. You go into the stores. I went into Wait, one of the, what? I went into one of the Syracuse stores and Tyler's name was like, yeah, it's it's it's. It's kind of like you guys are really doing that, but I get what they're saying. They don't want to give these players the money because I could come on, they're young. They yeah. get say they get they get their 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 money for their stipend mm-hmm. and then they get a ton of money on this. They're gonna some look, no disrespect to Britney Spears. She's what, late twenties and her thirties, and she can't even handle her finances, much less Good. a player that's impressionable. They're looking forward to going to the NBA. They see the life. Mm-hmm. They haven't even gone to the draft yet to see what it's about. Right. Because it's it's not when you see it, it's not just that. It's not okay. You have your boys, you hang out, you spend money. No, it's mm-hmm. more difficult than that. So I do believe they should get money for their likeness, but I don't think they should get it while they're in college. 
okay. you put away Got in you. a fund for them. Mm-hmm. And then once, once they graduate or gra- whatever they decide, once they graduate um, or leave, if they're one and done and they get that money for the, the year, mm-hmm. they get it when they get drafted, but it shouldn't be given while they're in college. Okay. And it'll okay. be a lot of money. So that's my opinion. That's true. But now like, so there's, there's an episode I'm going to send you from a, from another podcast that talks about everything like financial, um, or finances and sport entertainment and life. And one of the things that I, and obviously being a, an athlete who went through the NCAA, like recruiting process and like all this stuff, mm-hmm. I understand that there's a difference of like keeping the league quote unquote amateur and keeping the league pro, right? So with NCAA athletes, you're not a pro, you're not considered a pro yet until you, you know, get paid to do what you do the thing is is there's obviously the issue i'll call it an ethical issue of using the name image likeness of these players and profiting off of that because let's be real we all know and and to some of us we don't actually understand how many millions of dollars Potentially billions of dollars that the NCAA alone billions right billions. Cre- creates, and I'm only thinking basketball. That's why I said millions. But when you look at every other sport, football, there's like obviously the not as popular sports like hockey in the states and like whatever. That's still adding, right? Right? Oh, like yeah, yeah. You know what? That's that adds up. I'm not even thinking about the other ones. I'm just thinking basketball. So when you say basketball, oh yeah. But th- but think about it though. Who what what two sports? The two sports that make the most money are basketball and football in the states. So I understand that you are technically right. So athletes, we we need to understand that there are two sides of this coin. Well, three sides. There's the side of the universe that, or God or whoever that actually knows the truth and what's right. But on one side, athletes, were, coaches are already investing in you, especially if you're a full scholar athlete. So they're like, your, your name, your performance is on my name. And I'm paying for your school, which is probably saving you $100,000 at least over the course of four years. Right. Or maybe even like three years. Now, on the flip side, as an athlete, you're like, okay, so I'm going to be a workhorse for you. But if you can't feed the workhorse properly. Right. So now there's there's other things like athletes got to deal with um, not saying that coaches don't or staff don't, but athletes have to do with the pressure of winning. Performing at a high level every single day that they're on court, making sure that they take their plan seriously, like in the weight room or whatever. And then the big one that I've heard that most or some schools uh, do not provide is a great resource for like, or um, proper nutrition, like in terms of giving them the amount of food that they need. You know what I mean? You mean like, for example. So, so let's just say that, you know, we're off season right now and I'm training okay. my butt off five days a week or no, six days a week, but my meal is like this big. Okay. Right. Because, and 
and I've seen it, right? Like I lived that kind of experience where I've realized as a coach, I'm like, my athletes are not getting fed the way they need to get fed. The expectations are unrealistic, right? So there are accountability pieces on both sides. And the first one is that programs, if if you want athletes to actually like work for you, and you've seen it, right? Like with great coaches, we can say what defines a great coach, either wins or relationships or whatever. I personally think that it's the relationships and the impact you have on your athletes. And the success comes with that when your athletes are happy and they will ride with you. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, it's like, if I, as a coach in where I was at before, like I didn't have a say in how much an athlete should get fed, but I knew very well that they should have ate more. Yeah. Right. So the athletes are not dumb. Like they'll see how you treat them. And that's why things like Jelly Fam, like the issues coming up, like this, um, so this, this one, so this person at Rutgers, Geo Baker, he was like, he, so he tweeted, the NCAA owns my name, image, and likeness. Someone on music scholarship can profit from an album. Someone on academic scholarship can have a tutor service, a tutor service for people who say, quote, an athlete scholarship is enough, end quote. Anything less than equal rights is never enough. I am not NCAA property. Yeah. Right? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And then, so the Jelly Fam one, this one was the one that kicked it off. It was um, Javon from Alabama. So he said, though I am completely focused on competing with my teammates going forward, I must say since it is a topic of discussion, the NCAA has not allowed me or my brothers to profit off of our global, quote, Jelly Fam, end quote movement that took social media by storm years ago so this was like a big fad um this is a movement that has the potential to not only put ourselves in better positions financially but our families as well meanwhile people were able to make their own profits off our movement since we could not do anything with it in order to keep our ncaa eligibility alive hashtag not ncaa property Mm -hmm. and so when, when we talk about branding, like in the leaguer space, mm-hmm. we talk about, first of all, you got to know like who you are as a person, like, and that's part of like what your beliefs are, what your values are, um, your ideas surrounding ethical issues. And so, you know what I mean? And like what happens when Shelly Fan comes up? Cause in my mind, like I get what you're saying. I love the idea of a trust fund. I think that's like genius, right? Like have whatever they incur throughout their career, put it away so they don't lose that status, Mm -hmm. right? But it's one of those things where it's like, I find, and I've had had a few conversations about this, entrepreneurship at a young age is killed. And I don't know why. Um, I've experienced or have seen entrepreneurship through my father, like having a side hustle um, and like running that business of like construction, right? And small, small projects where him and like a few buddies will do it together. But I've, I feel like there are certain things in society that we suppress or that we don't teach to our youth because we're like, now nah, we want them, you know, you want the system to still run. You want 
the nine to five workers that will come and be okay with nine to five or just yeah. realize that that's all that they have to serve the 1% of the 1%. So if we look in this case right now with the NCAA and these athletes, these athletes are working for the 1%, which are the executives or the owners that, mm-hmm. that contribute and make or give the funding necessary for the NCAA to run. So, and I, I got to look this up, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my rant. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't want to put you in that position, but no, no, where, where do you, well, I was just going to ask, like, have there been stories that you've heard, whether it's from your own kids or from other kids about um, athletes not getting exa- like what they need? Like, I know that from a woman's perspective as an athlete, like the boys always got what they needed Yeah, yeah. for the most part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Well, like I was, I was saying before, I know when Tyler was in college, it was brought, it was talked about. And I believe it was Shabazz Napier, mm-hmm. if I'm not correct, that was the one that brought it up. Like they don't get enough and that Yukon, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, the men's side were, I think like don't i'm almost positive it was him but like you know that this is when it started the the whisper started i think around then is when they saying okay these players need to be paid they should Mm -hmm. be paid Mm -hmm. um but i heard and i when i heard that i heard it more like it it was also on the news and it was being talked about Mm. so that was the only and i know they've been fighting and and trying to get I mean, it's further now from when Tyler was at school, but mm-hmm. it needs, for me, it needs to be done. It's, it's just being fair. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense why these players can't um, make any profit off of that. It's, I've been to the final four. I've been to March Madness many years and I, it like, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Money is being made. Money, money is being money made, being, being, you know, right. And think, think about it like this, like when we actually are allowed to get back into a stadium together, mm-hmm. ticket sales alone. Oh my gosh. Because oh. you up the ticket sales. Did you? And can I, I just remember yeah. something as you were talking, because mm-hmm. um, when we used to go to Tyler's game, so at the dome, you would, um, the players would come out different, um, side doors right and when we came out the first time there was a bunch of people there and it's well the autograph seekers which oh i was like okay cool um i know you're going with this there was kids and then there was grown adults and i i said to tyler i'm like oh like oh that's so nice he goes no uh mom these they they get these pictures you sign them and then they sell them so these grown folks are making money off these players because they're mm-hmm. signing their autograph and they're selling it. So mm-hmm. that's another thing like, okay, they're allowed to do that. Like just, and I know they're not part of the NCAA, but that's another thing that I thought about. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so anybody can just go do this. And it's almost like, how is that fair? Exactly. How is that fair? Mm-hmm. So the fact that, I mean, the NCAA wants it to be fair play. It's mm. not fair play. Do you know what I mean? It's not the walk on usually probably could afford to pay for mm-hmm. his scholarship. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, yep. um, and I'm not saying everyone that gets a scholarship 
is not financially stable. Um, but I mean, a lot, I, I, I've been around a lot of players and I know, and I hear their stories and they like, if I had 10 players, I would say at least eight or nine, their story is they want to get a division one scholarship. They want to make it to the NBA and they want to buy their mama house or blah, blah, blah. Or they, you know what I mean? There's a story. Mm-hmm. There's always a story. And one of the things I can give props to, to, uh, the coaches, like, you know, you hear stuff about coaches did this and coaches did that for, and it's a violation or this happened. Like, I think it was last year, the year before, no, two years ago, maybe three years ago, where mm-hmm. coaches got in trouble for paying for this or paying for that right. for a player. I've seen it where coaches bond with these families. Mm-hmm. That's like their kid and coaches can't afford, coaches are making millions. Oh yeah, 100%. They're making more than presidents. That, yeah, I heard coaches that played and I don't know how true this is. This is word on the street. Um, <laughs> coaches, some coaches that are that used to be NBA players are making more as coaches. Oh, I'm not now. surprised. I'm not surprised. So, yeah. So, I mean, I give the props to the coaches that see their players. Some of the, like my brother uh, lives in New York. And he said, some of these players that are killing it are players that used to play on the court and have to borrow sneakers in order to play because they didn't have proper sneakers. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going more of the Cinderella story where, you know, a lot of the guys that are really good are mm-hmm. players that have had to struggle. Right. And these coaches have been there for them. And it's almost like I'm able to help this kid, but because he's my player and I'm trying to help him, I can get fired mm-hmm. doing that. So, you know, what better way than having these, these funds put away for these kids. Right. Mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's almost like a light at the end of the tunnel for them. They don't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not wrong. They're not wrong mm-hmm. at all. I don't know how they cannot see that these kids are right in wanting to be fairly paid. No facts. And most of the time, I, and I'm just, I'm skimming through this article. Okay. So, cause I pulled it up. So one of the articles I just pulled up was, October 29, 2019, so two years ago. Um, And the headline says, the NCAA will allow athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness in a major shift for the organization. And I'm like, "Mm, it wasn't big enough news because nothing happened, right? Yeah. So I know that they were in talks. And last, like the end of 2020, a few months ago, I actually was in a conference where one of the panel discussions was about name, image, likeness. And still, right? We're talking November, December was like, this was this conference and they were still in talks of the NCAA is still figuring out like, will they go through with this? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I did hear before, like, oh, they came to a decision and then Mm -hmm. didn't really hear anything about it after that. Mm -hmm. And then it said, so another article, so April 29, 2020 says college athletes are now closer to getting paid after NCAA board okay's plan. So the plan is was good. Okay, whatever the plan was. Then on December 16, 2020, so this is like the end of the year, mm-hmm. says Supreme Court to rule on NCAA limits on paying college athletes. So an appeal uh, an appeals court said restrictions on compensation tied to education violated federal antitrust laws. I don't know what that means, Mm. but essentially in going through this article, it's like I said, the NCAA, the NCAA thinks that 
or says that paying the athletes outright will change the game, right? Like in terms of now they're classified as pros okay, versus, you know, minors, quote unquote, right? So there's- Because they're getting paid. Because they're getting because they're, paid, getting, right? because they're getting paid like a salary, essentially, right? Like part-time or full-time, you are getting paid. Now, when you get paid at a camp, that's different because it's a one-off, right? It's like, okay, cool. When it becomes, okay. and that could be under the table because you can get paid cash, so no one will know. You know what I mean? But what, what are they worried about? Like, what is their worry that if they do get paid, what happens now? Well, because like, think what, what would happen if they get paid? Think about it. So you, if, if I were, so let's just say I'm an athlete, NCAA athlete, and I'm getting money for who I am in the league, right? That technically classifies me as a professional in my field because of what I do. Okay. Right? That takes away whatever profit off of my name that, my, that the NCAA would have had that would have been redirected to my school or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? So like, so think about how, like, because think about, and you know this right off the bat, like with Tyler, right? Being being an NBA athlete, signing a contract and now having to split that profit up accordingly to your agent, to whoever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. NCAA don't get their cut then at that point. Because what is their, like, you know what I mean? Oh, so, no. Well, why would they get a cut? Okay, so they're saying they no, wouldn't no. get a cut. It's not that, I'm not saying that they wouldn't get a cut, but like, okay. as an athlete, why I want to give my name to, why would I want to give any money to the NCAA? You're not in my contract. I'm just giving an example. Like, if my lawyer, oh, okay, okay, okay. right? If my lawyer were to draft off a contract, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want NCAA getting money. They wouldn't get any. They wouldn't get anything. But now my school, it's still giving me my free scholarship, which is X amount of dollars. And the, like the, the, my school is getting money from the NCAA. Right. So it's like this, this chain of, of like the silo of you work, we win. I keep my job. I get paid. My school gets paid. NCAA gets money because people are coming to watch yeah. you because you're doing well. Yeah. So why are you breaking the chain now? That's essentially what's ha- what would happen. Yeah. Now, in the article, there's uh, it says that even the lawyers of these athletes are saying like they should at least get compensated in terms of like more resources for school. So like laptops, right? Like laptops would be a big thing. Why would you? I couldn't like if a school program, right? If a school program, whether it's the academic program, athletic program, had a set amount of computers, this is just an ex- one small example, mm-hmm. a set amount of computers for every athlete that came in, whether you're a walk-on or a scholarship athlete. This is your laptop. It's like work, right? This is your laptop for the four years or, or year that you're here. If you break it, you pay for it. Mm-hmm. But there's, it's no cost to you. Just keep it in good standing or keep it in good health. And then, you know, as long as the condition is great, we'll take it back. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Because think about it. When, when you look at Canadian athletes, we have to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, I had to go, 
by a laptop. And that laptop going to university, luckily, was brand new. I still have that laptop. Yeah. Right? Now, at work, I get a, lap- I get a work laptop. I'm lucky to have like a, a part-time job that allows that gives me equipment to use as well. So I have two laptops mm-hmm. plus the one that I bought X amount of years ago, but that one's kind of like trash now. So I I'm in the boat exactly with what you said is put something in writing where they get something coming out of university because something is better than nothing. Yeah. Because they did help you make thousands of whatever because yeah. when for example when tyler hit that game-winning shot to move on in the in the tournament that was a very big moment mm-hmm. when dylan got to final four that was a massive moment and these like they were starters or in rotation these are like these are not j- just 12 men on the bench right yeah. in the case of of that gentleman from alabama Jelly Fan was a big thing, right? Jelly Fan was a big thing. And, like, especially when I started in the prep school space, all the girls were doing it. All the boys were doing it at the school. I'm like, what? What is this Jelly Fan business? Like, but it was a craze. So when people are, like, I want to know, I should ask a professional about this, but I would honestly want to know if they decided to be entrepreneurs, quote unquote, right? Whether you make a non-for-profit or a a for-profit, trademark the name if if that would have changed eligibility. I got to look into the clauses for that. If they did that while they were in college or before college? While they they were in college. So if like, who's in, like Zion Williams, if he did that while he was at Duke, would it, oh, I think that would be fine. That should be fine, but you never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and again, right? Like there's so many, it's one of those things that if you don't read the fine print. You have to read the fine. That's why you have to have a lawyer. And then you have the lawyer and then they're going to have mm-hmm. to pay for the lawyer. As long as, as long as your lawyer is actually like a good person. Legit, yeah. You know what I mean? Because some people be scamming people out here. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I I would want to know because remember that remember that time that Zion William like blew his shoe out and he like hurt himself. Okay. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Okay, I think. Okay. That might have been. Yeah. No, when he was at Duke, Zion William blows out shoe, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yo, he's so powerful." But this, yeah, this is when he was still at Duke. Duke. Okay. So. It says Zion's shoe blowout and injury couldn't be worse for Nike because he was wearing Nike shoes. Oh, yes. yes, Remember? Yes, I did hear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I don't, I don't know if he was. Oh, so the, I, I didn't read into it, honestly, but take this in. So someone, this big player, right? Literally the headline or the subheadline goes, college basketball star leaves game after bizarre shoe malfunction. Sending Nike shares down over two percent pre-market. Wow, so the power, the power. Yeah. So for those of you that that are like, what does that mean? When someone of status will say, right, in a particular field or in the world, has an opinion or 
in this case, didn't even really have an opinion, was just like, unfortunately hurt from, from his shoe splitting, literally. It, call, it calls to question the quality of the product or the service that they're using. So when you hear people like Jeff Bezos and Gary Vaynerchuk and the guy who owns his name skips like, oh, Elon Musk. When these guys say anything, even LeBron James, right? If they say anything negative about anything, that stock is going to go down. So that's another, I'm glad that I pulled this up because that's another perspective to look at it from in terms of name image likeness is that. It's so Sue. It's it's almost like the the financial literacy conversation, where, you know how how us minorities, don't have the financial education that majority of these, these conglomerate, individuals have. So you know I mentioned like, financial lion versus financial prey. This yeah. is that. This is that. So imagine, imagine every athlete understanding where they stand in terms of their value in the market and then them capitalizing on it. But then you as the NCAA athlete are like, nah, you can't play then. Yeah. So if a kid wants to play in the NCAA because he needs to in order to get to the NBA, he has to follow that or she has to follow that or they have to follow that. Well, what I've noticed now is a lot of players are going um... – because I think Kobe went straight to call from uh, from high school to the NBA, mm-hmm. and they cut that out. But look at that—they cut that out. Mm-hmm. And why? Like now, I'm like, wait, did they cut that out because they couldn't make any? Now players, well, Lamelo Ball, mm. he went to he went overseas. That's the hack. And then he got let. That's the hack. <laughs> These players are gonna. You know what's gonna happen? These players are getting smarter. Mm-hmm. And there, and you know what? I think education is great. Mm-hmm. I think if you can, like, and I know players, Tyler went one and done, but with Tyler, he he has a goal of what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Because regardless, if you go one and done, you can still get your your degree. Mm-hmm. You just have to make sure that you. This is what, okay. This is what I'm gonna do. Da 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 da. There's players that got went four years got their degree and they're in the NBA. Mm. So, I mean, it, they're capable of doing it. I, I'm not saying um, it's all about the money, but like when I, I'm talking about players that their, their lifestyle is not, it'll be a different lifestyle once they make it. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. why like at the end of the day, I don't think it's, you know, whoever it is, that they got a scholarship and they're well-to-do. It just, it, it just, I don't want to say that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, you know what? That has a bit to do with it. But at the end of the day, regardless if my parents have two great jobs, mm-hmm. I deserve, that's my likeness. Yep. So let's not, t- let's, I don't even want to use the fact that, you know, a kid coming from wherever and, you know, he had a hard life. I mean, it's just, Let's not use that. Let's lose. It's a regular person that live is financially fine. They still, that's their money. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, yeah, I don't want to take away from the fact that getting a degree is, is um, not a good thing. Mm -hmm. There's funny. There's a, there's a post that I saw. I think it was Elon Musk that was in it and no disrespect to those people that grind 
and and do their thing and build their businesses. But it says, um, oh, Elon Musk said this. I hate when people confuse education with intelligence. Mm-hmm. You can have a bachelor's degree and still be an idiot. Yeah. That's Elon a popular Musk. one. Elon, I'm quoting Elon Musk. So, you know what I mean? There's some, so, I mean, the MBA is not forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can make enough money that you're comfortable and then you can have that life afterwards. So mm-hmm. I don't want to take out the fact that going four years is great isn't good it's it's if you can get your degree or like my son he's still getting his degree even though he was one and done mm-hmm. have your purpose because it's not forever it's not a job you can do for 30 years and and I think that's one of the things too is um the stigma <laughs> behind becoming an NBA player is um, most of them lose their money mm-hmm. because of the life they live and and these college players it's the tip of it's it's almost the beginning of what it's going to be you're going to have fans that love you you're going to have girls sneak trying to sneak up to your all that stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i don't want to bash the, the ncaa and saying um that's the reason but regardless like mm-hmm. you got to be fair right because and that's why i said the trust because i see it now with some of the players that i know and some of the players that i know in the nba the the the, the outside influences that come in mm-hmm. and then you have a little bit of money mm-hmm. can you imagine being in college so I just think, I think the players are right to do it. I, I'm, I'm trying to give the NCAA a, a lie to kind of say, I don't want to like, you know, that my rose colored glasses are on again. I want to say, okay, <laughs> maybe that's the reason, but regardless of the reason, what's fair is fair. These players deserve that money. That's For sure. Money. Yeah. yeah. Or some sort of compensation, right? Like yeah. in any form, I think is better than nothing mm-hmm. because what if they get, what if you gift them? Like the league gifts them like, hey, like, congratulations on this. Here's a new laptop for school, whatever. Mm-hmm. Student don't got to take that and use it. They can sell it. Yeah. No, but you know what? I'll tell you this because um, my boys have won comps. Like, they get gifts. Mm. The team gets gifts when you win. Right. Um, yeah. They get their rings. And, I mean, I have a gorgeous camera. Dylan, um, I think when he was at Villanova. And they won their conf- like they get a cat. They the NCAA gives them gifts when they win. Mm-hmm. Laptop, um, the watch, um, the iPhone watch. Yeah, they get stuff. But I mean, that's if you win. <laughs> and that, and that's right. That's the thing. That's if you win. What if this kid on? What if this kid was on like a no, like a whatever blow team, and like he still made jelly fan pop? Then what? There you go. Right. You know. So like yeah. he can't even. And the thing is, is too, it's. It's like, a, I'll reference this again. It's it's the fact that, so Leaguer is serving as a platform to to educate as much as yeah. as we can in these things. And one of them is name image likeness, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm definitely hoping that we'll be able to get someone on who is a lawyer or is a manager that understand mm-hmm. like an agent who understands what goes into that kind of contract and, yeah. and those responsibilities of an athlete when it means they get to get paid. You That's know. a good idea. I would love to do that. So that this would be like a to be continued episode, eh? Hundred percent, hundred percent. We're yeah. and we're always trying to continue episodes for y'all. But let us know what you think. We appreciate you for yes. for riding with us always. Sue, do you got any shout outs today? Um, yeah, I'm gonna give my shout outs to all the NCAA players 
in sports that are working hard and doing their thing. Um, I'm a basketball mom, so I want to just um, give an extra shout out to the players that I believe college ball is the best basketball. Like mm-hmm. I can sit and watch that for hours. And I just want to give you guys props for going out there and giving us a great show and playing with heart. And I support all you guys keep fighting for what you believe is right. And you'll make a difference. Awesome. Yeah. And for me, I'm going to give my shout out um, to my friend Marisol. Marisol Dion is a, well, Marisol Joy Dion. she might cuss me, uh, <laughs> is a very, is like one of the hardest working women I know in her industry, um, particularly in like PR, communications, that's her background, but they do marketing as well. And when I met her, I was just, like, I was, I was so shocked at the level of conviction and tenacity that she has when she speaks and when she like just moves in the world. Right. And it's very hard to find, or it's very rare to find for me, at least a Filipino presenting woman who is in her space and dominating her space. And she's killing it. Like Miss independent, 100,000%. This is this that. is this woman. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna tag everyone um, in there. Well, I guess Sue, you can handpick who you want to tag. And <laughs> that's a lot of names, man. That's a lot of names. But it is. It is. Yeah. So were you gonna say some, some? There's some new ones. There's some oh. new ones that I from some teams that I've never seen, and I don't know them. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll I'll find the names and I'll let you know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well. Um, as always, thank you for rocking with us, for listening to us, and we always welcome your opinion. We are definitely not experts in any shape or form. We're just people who have great experiences and want to just chat it up and chop it up. So yeah. we will see y'all the next episode of The Game Plan.